0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages,
1: welcome back
0: into our multiverse. Yes. Here we are, a week closer to the NFL playoffs. Another Seahawks game
1: in the books to discuss. Jalen here. Damon here. And it's not like the playoff picture is getting any clearer, but a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. And we're, we're in and now, so. Yeah, exactly. The Hawks are in and out, but so are a few teams, you know? Yeah. You Same got thing. your... Interesting. You got your, you know, your, your teams that... Yeah, they're locks. Like, if you look at, like, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Bills, Chief. and, like, the Chiefs, like, they're... They're, and I would say Cincinnati, but then again, you know, like, I, just because they have eight wins instead of nine, but, because, I mean, they beat the Chiefs, but still, I mean, I just kind of look at it like, you got to wait a little bit longer just because they had have some injury problems. But, yeah, other than that, like, there's still a lot to be determined. Seeding especially, right?
0: Yeah. It's... It's gonna shuffle a lot as the
1: weeks progress. Yeah, I mean, and it did. This it shuffled week. a lot this week. Yeah, yep. I mean, look at the Seahawks. They they have after two weeks, two losses, they had found themselves out of the playoffs. They were in first place two weeks ago in the division, and I think what the three lead Yeah. To out, and now they're back in because the Commanders and the Giants tied. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, out of all things that could have happened in that game, such high stakes, you're going into it, they're talking about like how the probability for each team, whoever loses would drop by like 40%. And so they just said, how about we just tie instead? And they're like, okay, cool. So they tied.
1: Helped each other out, you know. Yeah, they're like, "All right." Jalen has an animal with him, so that's the noise. Yeah, we're a
0: couple minutes in, and he's already not <laughs> cooperating. So this is, this is going to be a fun time.
1: <laughs> that's all right, as long as the people know that you're in a wildlife reserve, it's fine. So yeah, the Seahawks. Back in the win column with a with a victory over the LA Rams, and I'm hearing a lot of people. Look, we talked about this. We said, yes, it would be nice if they, you know, if we turn the game on, and you know, because we always miss half of the game, we miss the first half, and we're like, it would be nice if we turn it on and they're kicking butt. But odds are, it's a division game. The odds are, it's going to be close. And also because of the way you like the defense had been playing. You're just and, and yes, I know the Rams have all these injuries, but it's still a division game. And then you had the Bobby Wagner factor playing against his old team. And that didn't was dirty. Gonna, he was gonna, yeah, they, they did do Bobby Dirty, and I think most people realize that. And so that's why he's not gonna get booed when he comes back yeah. to Seattle. But uh Yeah, In this game, you know, the the Rams were trying to play for him. You know, they've had a bad season. Obviously, everybody knows that. But when you're having a bad year, you're trying to find things to play for, right? Pride or whatever. But sometimes you need a little bit more. And you need that even when you're having a good season. Sometimes you going through the motions maybe it's too easy or maybe you can't get up for an opponent or whatever it is so you need something so for the rams it was rally around bobby and so i think that's part of the reason why it was such a close game maybe seattle came in a little bit they shouldn't when you lose two games you shouldn't come in thinking you're going to do something but again what happens when you're like oh they don't have their starting quarterback they don't have their best receiver they don't have you know They're two bad receivers. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Robinson was out. I mean, hey, when when he was playing, Stafford was never throwing him the ball. So I got to forget he's on the team. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That that is uh, true. true. Then, no, Aaron Donald. And so you're like, it can be easy to, as players, to, you know, be like, oh, this shouldn't be that tough. But again, it's a division game. And you're on the road. So... Am I disappointed that they had to squeak it out and, and win it at the end? No, they won. And, and yeah. you see that thing that we hadn't seen. Gino getting the game-winning drive, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I, the only thing that I'm really not happy with is Kenneth Walker getting hurt.
0: Ah, uh, that it doesn't seem luckily it doesn't seem anything too serious but that's still really unfortunate
1: yeah because you really don't know yet I mean they went and they picked up uh you know a running back that, or whatever yeah i used to play for the Giants I remember that and uh so that doesn't make me feel good because it just takes me back it immediately made me think of you know Carson and penny and how they would be having these well i mean mainly carson because you know penny would always get hurt but but still like then he would have a game or two and then he would get hurt and then we'd get in the playoffs or at the end of the year with no running back and i'm like i don't want to see that again but it was even worse then because then they'd also lose offensive linemen like i yeah. mean like three years that was league. already bad yeah and it's like it's crazy to me that people forget that this happened and they just and everything now is russell wilson's fault (laughs) but it's like we would lose all our running backs plus like half of the offensive line and then we wouldn't win in the playoffs and it was all the you know it was shoddy and rust or it was or you know actually at the time it was like we should have let Russ cook when really it was like well who was gonna block for him you know like yeah it just sucked it's just unfortunate situations and i'm like don't let this happen this year like we've been relatively good on the injury front i know penny went out but not to be rude who a week we couldn't count on him already so he wasn't totally somebody that we felt like we were counting on but with walker you're just like oh man stay healthy and like you said hopefully it's nothing big and I would hold him out this week regardless. I, yeah, especially because kind of we got the game, we got the short turnaround after exactly. The game. And that's the huge so, game, so which we'll, we'll get more to that. But another thing, real quick on the penny front, did you hear him say he could be back for if we make the playoffs? Really. Yeah, he said it, and then they asked Carol about it, and Carol was like, you know, anything's possible. (laughs) And so he didn't shut it, left the door open. So I was like, I mean, that would be, I'm just talking about having injury, you know, concerns at running back. And it's like, oh, you know, if we can get in and they get healthy, that's a great thing, right? So Yeah.
0: Oh, that would be, that would be fantastic
1: would be it would be more back into the game i gotta talk about b-wags real quick because you know he's one of my favorite players ever and i just thought he had an awesome game it was cool to see that he had a couple sacks another tackle for loss the interception no neither one of us really think it was an interception (laughs) but I still think it was a great play by him and a bad play by Gino. Yes, I mean, you know, even if he hadn't intercepted, intercepted it, he, he almost did, and he was there on the play, like he read the play, saw the play, made the play, and made it well enough to where the officials thought he intercepted it, and then they didn't overturn it. So for whatever reason, <laughs> right? Exactly. Another another week where. Questionable call, but those calls in the Raiders game didn't cost us the game, but it didn't help. Yeah, it, this call didn't cost us the game, but it didn't help. But it also, you know, it it kept them in the game and it kept you know that fire for their team. And, but it was just awesome to see him playing good. I seen somebody try to comment that he gave up two touchdowns. What do you mean he played great? And I, so then I was like watching all the highlights from the game and I'm like what are you talking about like the only one you can put on him is the locket one but I don't know what coverage they're in exactly so if they're in a zone and he's supposed to he's not supposed to follow locket all the way across the field so I was just kind of like what are you talking about and then the other ones I'm like why did you say he gave up touchdowns on those it had nothing to do with it oh and he almost had a fumble recovery too <clears throat> so I can't remember who fumbled uh, Dang it. But Rap got it. But Wagner was right there. And he could have tried to dive on it, but he didn't because he knew Rap was going to get it. And I think, and then when Rap got up, he was like talking to B Wags. And I wonder if he was saying, Oh, man, I would have let you got that. <laughs> 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 but I literally think he was saying that because he was right there. Like, just imagine oh, if his stat man, line would have been that was. That would have been crazy if, it, if his stat line was, you know two sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery. But no, it was, it was great to see him playing good, and it just made me think that, you know, they, again, and I said this at the beginning of the year, that I thought they would have been better with B-Wags, and that I thought that Barton would cost him a few games, and I do think that Barton has cost them a few games, but not just Barton. Jones. <laughs> and, Which, I'm sorry he had to go on the high arts. Sucks that he got hurt. It, it does, and it's crazy because I do wonder how hurt he got or if this was literally just a, uh, just a way for them to to not cut him. And, and yeah. I'm not, look, teams do these types of things. <laughs> you know, I'm not, he might be hurt. And if he is, and like you said, that that really does suck. But it could have just been like, they're like, you know what, we want, um, who, what's his name? Abram. Yes, thank you abram to play and everybody knew he was going to be active as soon as he got you know acclimated to the team and that Jones wasn't gonna be so they put him on the ir which maybe that's just beneficial because like i said maybe he's not hurt but maybe he is so if he is that does suck but you know hopefully if he uh if they need him and and he can get healthy again then he'll be back but those guys have cost of games and I like how people make it I get here and I, look I'm not I do think Barton has had his moment. He's had his moments where he's been noticeably bad and he's had moments where he's made plays. But the interception at the end absolutely nothing. I it. <laughs> it was it was fourth and twenty-one and he didn't throw That's the ball weird. anywhere near anyone but Barton. It was beautiful. <laughs> And so when, when people are like, he got the game-clinching pick, I'm just like, they stopped them on fourth down. Like, that's what we should be saying because that meant nothing. If he batted the ball down, it's the same thing. Like, <laughs> it's not like the pick earlier, you know, in the season that, you know, clinched the game. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. Not, just the way that People, like, look at things sometimes. I'm like, okay, you know. Barton can catch. Technically. I know we were literally just talking about Brooks and Barton and who. We weren't saying, like, who could catch better. But we were just saying both have questionable hands, basically. And then.
0: I was was saying how they could do stuff like that the other can't. And I was saying how Barton could catch because Brooks had the drop.
1: Yeah, and then I was like, well, Barton dropped one, too. And then you're like, oh, yeah, and then he then he caught it and then yeah. he threw it. then he caught the interception and we're just like laughing, right? Like he, he does have hands a little bit. Like, all right, I mean, maybe he can catch better than Brooks. <laughs> but, you know, Lockett was awesome. Gino was awesome. But I know you want to talk about DK. So. DK! DK!
0: great game you, you knew going into this game what the whole thing was gonna be you know we know the story with him and Ramsey they're they're rivals they're gonna be jawing at each other all game Dude, did you see the play where he went into motion and was telling Ramsey to fo- yelling at Ramsey to follow him
1: yeah well and it's funny too because even on commentary I think it was danchez was like he doesn't follow people and I thought I was like, I thought one of the things about Ramsey was that he did follow people. Well, maybe in years past, I thought that was the argument. And that was what made him, you know, the best. Exactly. And so I'm like, okay, he doesn't follow people now. But then at the end of the game, he followed him. He was lined up on him. And what happened? The game
0: winning touchdown DK on Ramsey. Gets it in the end zone. Great throw by Gino. Great yep. catch by DK. Uh, it, and it, it was
1: beautiful. Coverage. It was good coverage. You just made a play. You just, yeah. he just beat him. Period. Ramsey, Ramsey was on him, but DK said,
0: nope, I'm just going to outmuscle you for this football, and I'm going to win us this game, and I'm going to get the better of you today. Oh, yeah. And they I go think... Along with his, well he had he had over 100 yards receiving something like 120 he something
1: had 127 Lockett had 128
0: <laughs> and they both get the touchdown and DK's is the game winner
1: yeah i mean as, again like we've talked about this as long as the line is healthy like that's the key and and it really has been for a long time you know again we talked things go back with Russ. I'm just mentioning it because of like what I was talking about earlier with the running back situation and the line situation. Like when you get into the playoff race and you get again, you know, better teams or you get into the playoffs and you have line problems and you can't run the ball. I mean, you have almost no chance. I don't care how good your game plan is or your receivers are, you know, it's games are one in the trenches. Like you, you're going to need your defense to play so good and force turnovers and then you can't make mistakes and it's all the i mean you have to play a perfect game every time but when you've got a good line even when those when your top running backs go down you can have you know tony jones come in and and do a decent job you know yeah. and you can you know we like dj you know but he was playing hurt and he yeah. still was able to do some things I think it's different than a few years ago, like when we had to bring Marshawn back. You know, for, yeah, what three running
0: backs went exactly. down injury, like back to back to back.
1: Yeah, and as as cool as that was, like we couldn't run the ball because the line also had its problems. Yeah, and it and so we really didn't have a chance. And again, people are gonna say, "Oh, well, if this and this, no." But I'm talking. We're not just talking about the running backs. We're talking about the line. If this line stays healthy they're just getting better and better like people will say oh you know the Raiders game you know you you take the end of the game where uh, where uh, Lucas gave up the sack to uh, Crosby and that that did suck timing sucked but Crosby is a great defensive end or a really really good one (laughs) you know I mean some people say he's not great he's a really good one so that's gonna happen you know but and then but again he's gonna learn from that right Yep. so but you give gino time you give any quarterback time with these weapons they're, they're gonna move the football they're gonna get in the end zone there's always gonna be a chance and as long as the defense can you know hang in there <laughs> we never know what we're getting from the defense every week we, but except that they're equal an interception exactly we know we're gonna get an interception. And we had a Daryl Taylor sighting. That happened.
0: Yeah!
1: Well, the first one was
0: (laughs) awkward circumstances because he stepped on Wolford's foot and it was like, oh, there's Taylor stepping on the quarterback on accident. But then later, we're actually making a play and getting a sack.
1: Yeah, and that's what you want to see, especially at the end of a game where you're trying to hold on to that lead. You want those edge rushers to be able to get in there and get to that quarterback and, and did it, did it today. So yep. <clears throat> that was good. So we won't preview the next game just yet. Let's just talk about around the NFL. Is there anything else from the game that you wanted to talk about?
0: No, I, I, th- I think we covered it. We covered the, you know, covered the game winning drive. I just wanted to say that I liked that a lot that even though I, would have preferred it to not be that close against his injury riddle team. Seeing Gino put together that drive at the end to win the game was nice. So
1: Yeah, and but, DK catching it on Ramsey, the game winner. Like And it was like, all right, you know what?
0: I wanted it to not be so close, but the way it ended was like picture perfect. So
1: I'm happy with it. Yeah. I mean like I said, those things those things are gonna happen. People read too much into it sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah. around the league, what playoff picture?
0: Um, we got a the NFC. Look at the NFC. The commanders, they drop outside the other team that we replace at the 7C because of the tie with the New York Giants, which is just, uh, yeah, like we talked about earlier, that's just crazy how that's what ended up happening in that game with the stakes in that one.
1: Yep, and the Giants are the six, right?
0: Yes, New York at the six. Dallas Cowboys at the five. After uh, such a such a close game against the Colts on Sunday Night Football,
1: and I couldn't believe that wasn't flex. But at the same time, technically the Colts are still were still in the playoff picture, so that's why it wasn't. But they still, still, are. Like, no, that they shouldn't be. Like they're they, thirteen. They're thirteen. <laughs> they're close but yeah i was like that's just ridiculous that that wasn't flex but that's okay well it's not it bothered me because it was such a great there was such a great play to game there really was there was a lot of good games that how wasn't that one flex because you are everyone knew who was winning that game yeah yeah anyway but the cowboys yeah they're they're a really strong five seed they're prop they're probably a lock too because what's their record nine and three three? nine and three yeah that's yeah they're they're very good right now so they're nine wins you're pretty much a lock but you know i'm you need to say you're confident in being number one in the division with nine wins at this point you need a really catastrophic injury to like a quarterback or just such a key player for you to not make it right now with nine wins Cooper Rock gets hurt. That's just my.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, back, the backup gets hurt, then it all just falls apart. <laughs> all right. Who's the four? At number four, the NFC South leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and six. All because the Saints choked at the end of the game. Yeah.
1: It's crazy, though. You know, you leave that door open for Brady. And I mean, look, the Bucs left the door open for us when we played them in Germany right and but if you leave that door open for Brady you know he's he's gonna he's gonna walk on through and he he's done it three or four times this year when it looked like we were gonna lose the game and they won the game because they the team just left the door open and they again a team with with weapons I mean they on paper The Buccaneers should be great when you look at their defense and their offensive weapons. And six and six, still not looking good. But if they win the division and get in the playoffs, what if they just flip that switch? You know. Yeah. They're the they're the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't count them out. Number 3 San Francisco 49ers who will face the Buccaneers this week. Yeah, and that's going to be huge cuz we we really want, you know, the Buccaneers to win that game obviously. And
0: oh my goodness.
1: I think they could you know, I mean, look, the 49ers are sticking with Brock Purdy because yes, Jamie Garoppolo got hurt and I didn't realize he got hurt early in that game and Purdy was the quarterback almost game. the entire game? Yeah, I didn't Jesus realize that I, watched the highlights. I, was like, I was like, "Oh man, Purdy." He he, because okay, so another thing that happened really quick was that Baker Mayfield got released and picked up by the Rams. So, but when I was listening to sports radio, I hadn't seen the highlights to that game, and I hadn't really, I didn't pay much attention to it. I just thought, "Oh, that sucks for Jimmy, Jimmy G, for getting hurt because." You know, everything he went through in the off season in the beginning of this season, yeah. to, to take over for Trey Lance when he got hurt, unfortunately, and to do what he's been doing and get the 49ers in first place. And now everybody's talking about they got to keep him and da 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 And then he gets hurt. And I just assumed it happened at the end of the game. And so when I heard that Mayfield got hurt, everybody was talking about the 49ers should pick him up. And so I'm thinking, oh, I mean, I guess probably might need him. Then I go and I watch the highlights and I'm like, why would they pick him up? That dude just led the team. And like, look at the way they're reacting to him when he's throwing touchdowns like you don't pick anybody else up. You you let him go. He's been on the team the whole year. He's been the backup. For a long time like yes he was supposed to be third string but he's been the backup which means he gets you know some sort of reps whether it's scouting whatever whatever it is he gets reps he's learning a lot he's throwing in plays he's doing a lot more than he would have been doing if like both quarterbacks got hurt in back-to-back weeks yeah or like the
0: same game or something
1: exactly he's been watching a lot being a lot they're well coached they They can run the ball they you know just short passing game if they need to he's got a tight end a great tight end you know as a bailout you know just i'm like yeah you roll with him so uh, who knows but yeah i really hope the buccaneers frustrate him a lot and get that victory because that's what we want we want the division not just playoffs we want it all The, the niners are the three but you know, yep. they're a team that, depending on Purdy, could you know, win the division or I mean, it depends. Like they could be a team that goes from first to dropping out of the playoffs these next two weeks. Yeah. And and we'll talk okay. about why that is in in a minute.
0: All right, who's the two? But the top two remain in the same at two ice Kirk and the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Ice Kirk. Didn't they just lose? No, they won. No, they won. <laughs> I know that More little. Kid chain. More chains for her. That little kid they kept showing in the stands with <laughs> the stands. <laughs> his shirt off. They just beat the the Jets. In that one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they. The Jets almost came back in that game. White wasn't looking very good for a while there, but then you know he hung in there and. Battle back and, but then he threw a pick at the end, right, to ice it. I believe.
0: I think. I think that's what happened.
1: Yeah, the Vikings picked them in the end zone or something like that to to hang on. What I remember was
0: how many times Justin Jefferson was getting lit up on these catches, but hanging on to the ball still.
1: I know, but you know, you like to see that out of a defense. Like you know, yeah, you're going to catch up, but you're going to pay for it.
0: He kept getting blasted. But he's like, I'm still going to hold on to this football
1: anyway. Yep, yeah. great on him. That good. That's what you're supposed to do. But also great on that defense because, again, that's what you're supposed to do and <laughs> make them pay. So yeah. And then you know the Eagles, eleven and one, doing Can their thing, and uh, coming off a win against the Titans. Want, AJ have Brown, they, have they clinched yet? <laughs> I know they probably haven't, but they might as well have.
0: <laughs> they, they, they might as well have, yeah. yeah. Yep. AJ haven't Brown. officially clinched yet, but like they just give it to them.
1: Did you see the Titans fired their, like, was it their GM after the game? Because, uh, you know, the the Eagles played the Titans, and A.J. Brown I had AJ another Brown. He had another great game, and that's the guy who traded him, and they fired him after the game.
0: <laughs> Did you see the sequence where... He had like a 41-yard touchdown, but it got called back because of penalty. And then the very next play,
1: he got wide open for a 41-yard touchdown. Nope. I did not know that. That's crazy. And I think what's even crazier about that is the owner is sitting in the box, and every time he made a play, he's just going, we traded him. And after the game, he's just like, you're fired. I'm like, That... That really cracks me up. And He's also, like making notes every play he makes. Well, and it's funny because they're still in, aren't they? Still in first place in their division, the Titans. Let's just switch yeah. over to AFC and let's just go to that division real quick. Yeah, or, or, or where they are. Just tell me where they are. Tennessee Titans are the four seed. So they're the four seed, and now Burks, the the guy that they uh, drafted, Raylan. But he got hurt in the game because he got blasted on his touchdown. I saw that. I mean, he held, he held on to the ball for a touchdown, but he got oh. rocked.
0: Oh. And I then, I'll have to look yeah,
1: at that. Yeah, and he went out of the game, and uh, and I was thinking to myself after after when I found out he got fired and everything, I was thinking, but the guy that they drafted is pretty good, and and look, I I thought it was an awful move to trade AJ Brown. We talked about this, yeah. tenant connection and all that but when you're still in first place you have this young guy and he's making a connection with him I mean connected in the end zone with him and maybe if he doesn't get you know hit in the face and knocked out of the game maybe they win that game it was still a close game and you fire the guy I'm just like you've been stewing on this for a long time
0: haven't you like, they, you they like the agreement go. like going into the season with the trade they're like all right but once we match up against the eagles you know
1: yeah we'll if see he, what he, happens he, and, that'll and that'll determine your job <laughs> it's so ridiculous because you're so. in first place and you're in first place when you've had
0: you know, count your days been buddy
1: been. Tannehill missed games and you had willis in and you know there was the whole debate oh maybe willis will will beat him out in the preseason but look Tannehill's held on and I know the offense goes through Henry we've talked about that's how it should be on that team Tannehill just has to make plays but yeah I mean it's just crazy to me that they'd still be in first but that owner was like not having it not having losing to them and Brown going crazy it just cracks me up all right They're sorry I get- the
0: the Colts who are second in the AFC South will catch up to him
1: Yeah, because what's their record? Four, eight, and one or something?
0: Yeah, they better they better look out.
1: They're four, eight, and one and the Titans are what? Eight and four? Seven and five. Oh seven and five, still. (laughs) Anyway. All right, let's get back to And then back to the regular schedule programming.
0: Hey yeah, so starting from the seventh seed, the Jets who just lost to the Vikings.
1: Yeah, I mean then they still with that defense, you know you're—they're still in it, and they're yeah. in every game. So, so who's—I just want to know who's the eight in the AFC? Patriots. And what's their record? Six and six. And so that's also the Chargers, right? Aren't they six and six also? Yes. Okay. Just checking. All
0: right. So the Jets can comfortably sit at that seven spot because I have no faith in either of those teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, of those three teams, like, you you really know who the Jets are. Whereas with the Chargers, I mean, you know who they are in terms of never doing, never living up to, never living up to what, for whatever reason, all the expectations that people put on them.
0: (laughs) And and then 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 even injuries on top of it as well.
1: In the Patriots, you're just, you know, you know their you don't offices, know what you're getting from
0: their week offense is just
1: sad, the Patriots. Yeah, and you don't know what you're getting from week to week. I mean, the fact that they're six and six I mean, it's like you wanna you wanna talk about how great Belichick is as a coach, but why is their offense so horrible? Like they're talking about Mac Jones, you know, and his season, but but people have stopped. You know blaming him like early in the year people like he's not a, he's not really that good he's not who they thought and now people are like their offense does nothing like schematically and they don't have anyone and he's frustrated and he wants to do more but they're saying do this the, i mean their coordinators aren't even offensive minded guys
0: Pretty sure yeah. the play caller is like matt patricia i
1: think i was just gonna say so so he's like He's severely handcuffed. And I'm not saying that he's some great quarterback, but you got to admit he's severely handcuffed. So, (laughs) yeah.
0: That's a tough situation to be in as a quarterback when Matt Patricia's your play caller. It's...
1: Exactly. So, yeah, like you said, no faith in those guys. The Jets should be able to hold on to that, but you never know.
0: Yeah. And then at six is the Dolphins now after the loss to Brock Purdy. Yeah. Still aiming for though. I mean, you know, falling down to the sixth seed is not great, obviously, but I mean I'm pretty confident that, you know, they'll be fine.
1: Yeah, and they're they're a dangerous team and you never know what's gonna happen with them. Yeah, they in the playoffs
0: though. Yeah. And the Bengals are at five. They're second in the AFC North at the moment. They just beat the Chiefs. They just got Jamar Chase back.
1: They're probably so pissed at the Broncos. They're like, I know, seriously, seriously? Russell Wilson, you can't beat. <laughs> uh, that's another story. It's but yeah, the the Bengals, new... have, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three straight times. <laughs> <laughs> they have the Chiefs' number. I mean, if we Fair. go back, if it's we go back old thing. Yeah, and if we go back two weeks, we're talking about the Chiefs being the, the best team in the AFD. But they've lost to both the Bills and the Bengals. And now they're not even the number one anymore. So, uh, yeah. you know what? Huh? Interesting, interesting. That's all I'm saying.
0: And then the Titans at four talks about that. There's those Ravens at number three leading the AFC North. Shout out to the Denver Broncos not being able to handle the man that is Tyler Huntley.
1: I wouldn't be surprised at all, you know, the Bengals end up in first in that division before the yeah. season ends. I think that they're on the rise. Whereas whereas Baltimore, though they've though they're eight and four and in first, it's almost a surprise. Not because you don't, I mean, it's not a surprise. At the beginning of the year, you know, we we're like, oh, the Ravens will be in the playoffs. It's a surprise because like you'll see them losing, you'll see them behind, you'll see fourth quarter, like just uh failures or just bad fourth quarter yeah. and they have to hold on or maybe they win at the end so you know it just hasn't been um uh, it's been, been a rocky road. road yeah it's been rocky they haven't been dominant or anything like that so you would almost think because of how the Bengals have been playing lately that they were in first because honestly I did I thought they were back in first and so you said it and I was like oh oh yeah Because the Ravens (laughs) beat the Broncos, so funny. Ravens hold the
0: tiebreaker right now because they're both eight and four. So maybe this week that'll finally change, and the Bengals will surpass them. But we'll see. Bengals got the Browns this week, and the Ravens got the Steelers. So
1: that depends on who's quarterback for you know the Steelers or I mean Steelers for the Ravens if if Lamar's out. And then you know with with the Browns, you know Watson is. Back, and he didn't really do anything there when they all all of defense and special teams. But you know, he's got to get the biggest run. thing I've ever seen. They got
0: like what four touchdowns from special teams and the defense yeah, or whatever, different. three touchdowns. Like, what the heck?
1: Yep, hey, That's that crazy. makes it easy. That, that helps you get the rust off and just you know, have an easy first game back. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. The Kansas City Chiefs fall to number two in the
0: AFC after losing to, we were just talking about, who are the Bengals? (laughs) I I don't know why. But they're going to be just, they're going to, I'm scared for their opponent this week. They're facing the Broncos. So that's going to be an ugly game.
1: Wouldn't that be just the craziest thing if this is the game that the Broncos somehow (laughs) win? I think... And what if it was like a shootout? Everybody was I, I would just give up on predicting
0: things in that would, the NFL.
1: No, you know, earlier in the season, all I was ever doing was, I'm not surprised. No, I would be dumbfounded. But also, just laugh because things are just crazy this year. Yeah, this is wild. But yeah, for now,
0: Chiefs number two and number one goes to the Buffalo Bills. They are back atop the AFC after their win against the Patriots.
1: Yep, yeah, and just like we talked about, like these these are teams that are locks, right? But is there anyone that you really feel comfortable in? Like it changes. Like I was pretty confident just a couple weeks ago in the Chiefs, and now I'm like, I don't know if they got to play the Bengals in the playoffs. The Bengals going to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel right this minute. You know. And then in the NFC, like, I know the Eagles keep winning in their 11-1 and one and all, but I'm not sure that I don't think that other teams can beat them. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't... Who's the favorites? Like I don't know. Kind of cool, though. And then you look at the MVP races. You know, Jalen Hurts is probably in the lead. But then everybody else, I don't think Josh Allen has done i think he's fallen i think he dropped
0: himself a little bit with that one stretch where he was just yeah i don't i did not watch much of the patriots game but you had the lions game he wasn't too hot they won but it wasn't too hot
1: yeah exactly
0: he just had that stretch where he just was just making these mistakes you're just like what is he doing right now like what is going on so He's He's probably still in the conversation, but I think he kind of lowered his stock a little bit.
1: Yeah, he's on the outside kind of looking in. Joe Burrow (laughs) might be in that race now. That's what I was going to say. Mahomes might have been passed by Burrow just because of this last game. And this is just for now, you know, just like a power rankings in anything. Like, it's going to fluctuate. Hertz is in the lead and basically will stay there unless they fall out of first. Like let's say they just suddenly get a losing streak and the Cowboys pass them. I think that would be that yeah. would just ruin his chances to win the MVP. <clears throat> and that but I actually do think and I saw this on Twitter yesterday. People were like they had five people. Who was it? It was it was Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, there was another player. Better than Gino. I'm just kidding. It could have been Tua. I don't remember. But it oh, but then there was like a question mark on who the six would be. And I I was like, it should be Gino. Like I know just like you said, oh, about Josh Allen. He had some some games and Gino had, you know, a bad fumble against the Buccaneers and he had a bad fumble against the Raiders, but especially the Raiders game, like they didn't lose that game because of his fumble. They lost that game because they couldn't stop the run to say, and really the Buccaneers game too. They couldn't stop yeah. the run to save their lives. So now those were big, big plays, but overall, like nobody saw this coming. And look, I know he's not going to win MVP. I'm just saying that <clears throat> he should be mentioned. He's going to win like comeback player of the year, Yes. Easily. And and he's not going to even be considered truly for any other award than that. But right at this minute, should he get a vote? Yes. Yeah, somebody should vote for him. And I know people, again, we talk about this. Gino get a vote when Russ never did and people are going to laugh about it and think it's funny. But Russ should have gotten a vote in years past. So. Yeah. Who cares? But right. um, at this moment, he should. And he should at least be talked about when you look at his statistics and then what everybody thought this team was going to be and what we what we thought Gino was going to be. We didn't even think he should have been the starter and look how wrong we were. So <laughs> yeah. give that man his credit. At least put him in the conversation. He can be all the way at the end, but he should be in it. Yep, yep. But now we need to predict the Panthers game. Gee, Why I
0: wonder the- who you think we will win this game?
1: Four of our, out of our last five are at home. The only game that we play on the road is against the Chiefs. We play this one against the Panthers, and of course I think we're going to win. You?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Doug?
1: Do I expect us to blow them out? Well, no. I would like to see that, but until I see the run defense like, <clears throat> take some of the games where they or had even
0: better play. figure it
1: out. Oh yeah. They they really need to do a good job of figuring out this week, at least staying in their gaps and tackling because that's going to be huge the following week, which we will get to here in just a minute. Cause we have to preview their next game because they play Thursday night football.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm just looking for obviously a win and I'm just looking for good tackling. You know, and and minding your gaps, knowing your assignments on defense. And then, you know, just win. I don't, offensively, I don't really care what they do. I want no injuries, basically. Just win. And do good on defense.
0: Stick with what works. You know, we're probably, I'm going to assume, we'll hold out Walker. And so just stick with what works without Walker. Get the tight ends involved. Get Locken and DK, you know, their shares, whatever we can get. And just
1: keep doing our thing. But then the next week, so if we win, like we predict, and if the Niners lose to the Bucks, that sets up Thursday night football in Seattle, prime time, for the division lead. Now, even if we win and the and the 49ers win, we can still tie them for the yep. lead. So, so either way, it's, it's we just have game. to win we have to win against the Panthers and then you set up just this huge game and who who would have thought this game at the beginning of the year was going to mean so much even when we were on week two and I was like oh we'll beat the 49ers and then we got our butts kicked I still wasn't expecting either of us to be this good where we are and maybe it's because of all the injuries the Niners have had over the last few years that I was just like not thinking they were as good as so many people were making them out to be but their defense is phenomenal Debo Samuel is ridiculous
0: Debo's and then they also just got him Christian McCaffrey as a buddy to have fun with in the backfield
1: and you got Kittle now what what do you have you have a young guy Young quarterback coming in, going to be only starting his second game, playing in his third, but in Seattle. You have to make that the most uncomfortable situation this young man has ever been in his entire life. And then you just have to tackle. And again, that's why what I see against Carolina is so important. Because if I'm seeing them whiff on guys or can't wrap somebody up and all I'm thinking is Debo, what? What's going to happen when when they're trying to take down Debo? McCaffrey, I'm not as worried about because, you know, we played the Panthers a lot of times, and I thought we've done a decent job in, in terms of tackling him after he gets the ball, not in terms of him, like, coming out of the backfield and catching passes and things like that. I know he can wreak havoc. And with this offense, it could – it's a scary proposition. It's mostly the quarterback. That's why, like, to me, it's the tackling – and, you know, the gaps, and then rattling that young quarterback. And I do think, at, at this moment, I do think that we will do that and win the game. Yeah. But, I mean, we're not going to... I mean, technically, we'll record the first part of our pod <laughs> before thurs- next Thursday, but we won't have finished it and we won't have the whole episode there's a chance that what happens in this panthers game changes my mind like maybe maybe we lose or maybe we're just awful tackling and i'm like uh i just don't see us gonna you know being able to tackle them you know what i mean so it's gonna be a huge game division game all that emotion knowing how the team's going to feel after losing the first time to them and how far the whole team has come since that game. I just, yeah, I think that we're going to get the job done. So what about you?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be a lot better off this time than we were, you know, early on in the season. You know, even with after week one and getting that one, there were still a lot of things we had to figure out because there were so many question marks going into, this season and then going into week two, you still have some of those question marks. That game against the Niners was Walker's first game because he didn't play in week one. So you had to get him involved more, had to figure out really what we had in Geno, you know, like, was it legit? Week two didn't look too great for the team as a whole. But ever since then, we're looking at everything and we're going, oh, we're, we're looking pretty good, you know, across the board. You know, performance wise, outside of like the run defense, and you know, you could point out a lot of these positions at quarterback, at running back, and and on the deep even on defense with all our rookies and stuff, you know, on both sides of the ball, I should say. And straight yeah, exactly. down nicely. And they've developed and gotten better as the season has gone on. So I think we'll match up pretty well against the Niners. I think we're in a position to get this win. So I'm, I'm going to say we're going to do it.
1: Yeah, I think if we were playing in San Francisco, I, I, I honestly think at this point, I, if we were playing in San Francisco, I would have picked them just because of how bad our run defense has been and everything. But I think because we're, it's in Seattle that that and it's the 49ers in Seattle. I mean, this crowd if you thought the first game against Denver was loud, if you thought, you know, it, at times against the Raiders they were showing, you know, the decibel level at like 105, like it's going to be way louder than that. I know people are like louder, you can't get that much louder, but it's going to seem when you're when you're that loud, anytime it gets even louder, it seems like way louder. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they if they're hitting 110, 111, it's just going to be crazy, and you've got this young guy going in there, and you know you to me you should just be stacking the line and you're making him make throws against a good a very good secondary i know they've got some really good receivers but you have to make him make plays stopping the run should be the absolute priority like don't yeah. worry He's about don't you know don't get faked out if you're a. if you're make a corner, the young guy beat you yeah if that if you're a corner and it looks like a handoff to mccaffrey don't leave your guy and get faked or if you're a safety don't start you know coming down too hard on a run fake you know stay back let let the line and the linebackers handle that and you just cover you know cover who you're supposed to cover if you're the safety and you're supposed to be watching the tight end watch that tight end you know if you're the corners don't be peeking in the backfield too much just cover your guy and everybody else rally to that running back or on those quick screens, you know, get up there, make him beat you downfield. Let let Wolin, Jackson, Brown, Kobe, let them follow the receivers down. And yeah, like you said, make Purdy beat you, period. So I don't think he'll be able to in Seattle right now. So yeah, those are our predictions. That's football. That's
0: football up next. I believe we'll be getting into some wrestling. So let's do it. Boom. All right. So before we get into our next segment, just a couple more football things. Unfortunately for the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo went down with a season ending injury. In their game against the Dolphins, we kind of touched on Brock Purdy uh, when we were doing the recap, and we didn't really dive into the
1: injury. Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot? Well, yeah, but no. We talked about his injury. Well, it was an update that he's he doesn't need surgery, and he might be back. That was the update. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so he... That's right. He said he didn't need surgery, and now he. I know. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, talk about the injury, but uh, yeah. So yeah, they're saying that if you know, they make a playoff push, not a push, like pretty much, pretty much everybody feels like they're making it. If they, if they make it farther into the playoffs, he might have a chance to come back. But I kind of like, but if they make it farther in the playoffs with brock purdy and he's playing good why would you bench him you know what i mean yeah i mean it's only you know we gotta see but i'm just saying (laughs) but i mean that's kind of good news for them if they if for him and for them you know we talked about how it sucked for him to get hurt after everything he went through yeah and then if brock purdy does struggle like for example let's say they lose this week and we beat them on thursday night they're going to be, no matter how many games he starts to win after that, they're going to be looking forward for Jimmy G coming back. So, good news for them.
0: And anyway. That is good to hear. So, hopefully, maybe he does get another chance to play the season if, you know, I mean, hopefully he's just makes a good recovery and all that.
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: <laughs> and then... Thursday night football. Oh, my goodness. The Raiders, they they were lined up. The Stars were aligned to keep the momentum alive to get to, like, a what? Four-game win
1: streak or whatever it was? Yeah, four-game win streak. And and it's funny because the first one was against uh, Denver, and – I think most people thought they were going to win that game and then yet they almost lost it. Right. Yeah. And they should have lost it actually, because that was the game where I think that was the game where Wilson threw the ball to Boone and he dropped it. If he would have caught that pass, the game would have been over. So they should have lost that game. Then the Seahawks game. And I mean, then they beat the Chargers. (laughs) But then, Now you're coming into a game where you should absolutely – everybody thought they were winning this game other than uh, Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. (laughs) (laughs) And plus, Baker Mayfield just got there.
0: He was on the team for two days. But, yeah. But go ahead. He's been on the team for two days, right? So he doesn't even start for the Rams. They start Wolford even though he's not 100%, but they don't want to throw Baker out there yet. But Wolford,
1: real quick. Was Wilford's injury because of Taylor stepping on him?
0: That's a good question. I'm not not totally sure about that, actually.
1: Yeah, because I didn't think about why he was hurt until this morning. I was like, wait a minute. Was it because of him getting stepped on his ankle or whatever? So, anyway. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure.
0: But he struggles in his first drive, so they decide to just put Baker out there. And, yeah, Yeah. it – you know, just going whatever for a while. The Raiders are in complete control of this game. I think they're up 16-3 to at one point. The Rams end up scoring a touchdown, make it 16-10. And the Raiders force the Rams to use all their timeouts towards the end, close to two-minute warning. But the Rams stop them on third down. And, of course, who makes the play? Bobby Wagner. I mean, we're not surprised. Nope. The but then the Raiders punt it after the two-minute warning, and they pin them at the two. They're at the two-yard line, no timeouts. It's already past the two-minute warning with Baker Mayfield, who's been on the team for two days.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He drives 98 yards. And the Rams have sucked all year long.
0: (laughs) Yes, and they've been terrible. But they start to move a little bit, but it's like nothing until – this was pass interference. Baker throws a pick, but for some reason, one of the Raiders' corners was holding the receiver's arm the whole time. So that's a penalty. So the drive keeps going. And then he takes a big sack, and for some reason, after the play, a Raiders D-lineman just smacks the ball out of Baker's hands right in front of the official. So that's a penalty. That keeps the drive alive. And then he lobs on downfield to one of his receivers, number 18. I can't say his last name. But he, he's still inbounds. They don't get out of bounds at all. But they're going. They spike the ball. And with 15 seconds left, snaps it, lobs it up to Van Jefferson one-on-one for the touchdown, leaving only 10 seconds left to take the lead and win the game.
1: That is crazy. Because I didn't watch. I could just hear you. I'm, like, trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I I
0: wasn't paying attention. I'm just, the whole time, like, it got to the end, and I was just sitting there, so I just looked up, and I saw, oh, Wagner made a play, okay. Uh, It's the end, you know, I guess I'll just sit and see if anything happens, see the Raiders end it real quick. And then I'm watching, I'm like, oh, okay, the Rams still have the ball. Oh, the Raiders keep committing penalties. And then once Baker threw that first one downfield to number 18, that got him past midfield, and that was when I was like, are the Rams about Raiders about to blow this game? But I even then yeah, the I was penalties. still like, uh, it's still gonna be very tricky <laughs> here with no timeouts and all that. And then they got closer and then the touchdown, and I'm like, what just happened?
1: That's funny. And the penalties, like, you know, I can't wait to go watch. I'm gonna go watch the highlights when I, you know, when I get off work and. I just can't wait to watch it because I especially I want to see these penalties because I want to see how many people are complaining about it after I watch it. Yeah. I want to see, like, especially the 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 slapping the ball out of his hand, like how long after did he do it? You know, things like that. Like, should it have been a penalty? Was that? You know what I mean? Those types yeah. of things. And, but either way, you're just like, I get so mad when players do stupid, unnecessary things. Yeah. Like. I remember uh, it was, yeah, it was last year because last year was when Gerald Everett was on the team. And I remember one time we were losing a game and he got a first down and he was out of bounds and he was on the opponent uh, the opposing team sideline. And he got like right in somebody's face who was on the, you know, just on the sideline and like pointed for a first down and was like taunting. And he got a penalty. And I'm like, why are you doing that? We're losing. Uh,
0: yeah. I
1: remember taunting someone who was not even in the game (laughs) what is wrong with you and so yeah just stupid stuff just drives me crazy and then you end up losing a game like you said they're in complete control i go in the room it's the start of the fourth quarter and it's like the game's over the raiders won the rams have not done anything with the football defensively they they played a pretty good game yeah but offensively, they had done nothing, and you're just like, Yeah, there's no way they're gonna win this game. So, yeah, uh, that's just hilarious. Yeah, it was the Raiders. Oh man,
0: wild. Just when it looked like, you know, hey, maybe they're getting back into the swing of things, maybe they could sneak in, you know, yeah. sneak in one of those wild card spots, and they keep this up, and then they drop this game, and you're like,
1: Wow. We were just talking about not having faith in the Chargers and the Patriots. And then you have, you know, the Jets who, their defense, yeah, could keep them in. But they, I mean, I think they play like Buffalo. I mean, they have a lot of division games up. So they could they could have felt, you know, yeah. just fell out. And the Raiders could have snuck in. But dropping this one, like, ugh, uh, that's tough. Oh, yeah.
0: Crazy. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Most eventful Thursday night game in a minute. <laughs> right. That was my biggest takeaway. I was like, this is on Thursday night football that this is happening?
1: Gotcha. I didn't I thought this wasn't supposed to be entertaining football at all. Yeah, but, I mean, it was only entertaining because it was a uh, – Crap fest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Of a choke job. And a, and a, yeah, and a choke job. So it wasn't like it was <laughs> great football. But I mean, look, there's some great players, I mean, on on those teams. Don't get me wrong, but overall it was bad football. You know?
0: Yeah. You got was.
1: You got the making that one-handed catch right at the beginning of the game. Like you said, you got B Wags yeah. and stuff. You know, so you've got some greatness out there shining, but For the most part, (laughs) wasn't wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah, but it is hilarious. Uh, All right, all right.
0: But yeah, now back to regularly scheduled programming. Not a ton of wrestling stuff to go into this week, other than just some of the big things like William Regal. He's been the talk of the town as of late. He is officially going back to JWE. This was addressed during the week by Tony Khan. He said, I guess with his contract, it was like they can choose to pick it up and renew it for another year or something like that. And Regal asked them not to so he can go back and have the opportunity to coach his son in JWE and to just be around him more. And so that's what's going to happen.
1: Okay, now see, I didn't realize that his son was in WWE, so that's yeah. really cool. But I, I'm just gonna say this just goes back to what I was talking about before. They did stupid stuff with him. <laughs> this literally just proves my point. Like, I, I'm like, that whole st- thing was stupid. This proves it. And now he's leaving. And I also think that, you know, Tony Khan just <laughs> for, uh, I'm just telling you, he's going to end up being exactly like Vince McMahon because he's got that thing where he is like, well, he can't be on TV for a year. And I'm like, I think,
0: I think that is something, actually. I think that he can't be on screen or something. I think that's
1: actually a thing. I know. That's why I just said it. <laughs> I know that's what it's a thing. And I'm like, I thought it, it's Tony Khan's whole thing, this whole thing was supposed to be wrestling is great. Everybody loves wrestling. Let's just everybody do it. But then he gets so mad because of the things that WWE was doing. Yeah. And he does, he's doing the same things. And I'm just like, dude, who, why would you be, preach, man? Practice what you preach. Yeah. Why do you care if Regal's on TV? Oh, because he didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. He want to go coach his son. Well, well, he doesn't need to be on TV. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like this is don't, don't go down that road. Don't even, even if you have it every right to. Even if WWE has treated you like garbage. Yeah. Don't go down that road. You don't need to. (laughs) Who cares? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But anyways, good good for Regal. I didn't realize it was for his son. That's really cool. Yeah. Should be.
0: I think he just had a match recently on NXT, so that'll be cool to, you know, have them have that time together, have him learn some more things, and maybe eventually... We'll get him on screen with him, but at least not for a little bit. When the, when the time is right, in <laughs> <Okay>. one year, <laughs> in in Tony Khan's eyes, okay, I guess. Right.
1: All right. All right.
0: Uh, and then, I I just wanted to mention the MGF and Ricky Stark's promo from Dynamite. They have a title match coming up next week, and it was just just a really good. Back and forth as MJF is Proven to be pretty good at You know he's got a good track record of these things And calling Ricky Starks Dollar Store Dwayne Johnson And so calling him The pebble and saying he's gonna take him And skip him across the lake All the way back to wrestling for NWA On YouTube where he belongs
1: <laughs> That's funny I, say, I, I heard Ricky Stark. Well I heard part of it And I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was spectacular. Like, I heard all this stuff, and so I watched one part, and I was like, well, it was good, but it wasn't great. But I didn't yeah, see was... everything. I just saw his him go on one rant, and then... Did you see how we
0: started out by calling a maxi pad? No. so yeah, that, was, that was, like, the you... first thing he said, and he got immediate, like, chance for that. That was pretty funny. No, that is funny. But yeah, would definitely recommend checking out the whole thing. Yeah, it's not spectacular, you know, so to speak. I wouldn't... It's not like a MJF CM Punk, you know, because that one was... Like, that's going to be kept to match, right? But...
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm definitely interested. I, I, I don't think anybody thinks that Ricky Stark is, is going to win. But right. But that's not what this is about. Like, this exactly. is just entertainment and, you know, and just get you believe even for a minute, you know. Yeah. Or just see if he can hang, you know, with the top guys.
0: And so there you go. Just elevating Stark to the main event scene. Give him his moment to shine this week with that segment. The crowd was really behind him because he it's there in the city where he lives. So they were really behind him and then he ended it. MJF gave him a low blow and then try to hit him with the ring. But then he dodged it and Literally speared him out of his shoes. Yeah, I saw that.
1: (laughs) That was cool. But yeah,
0: really cool setup for their matchup next week. And should be good stuff. Nice. And then, just a report that I thought was pretty interesting that I saw yesterday. New Japan Pro Wrestling has Wrestle Kingdom coming up in January. And now there's a report that apparently Sasha Banks will be there in some capacity that they're bringing her in whether she'll appear or not is tbd but apparently she'll be over there so i just thought that was interesting especially since she had teased in the past someone did like a fan art of like her having a match with the uh, Kyrie Kyrie sane who's a uh, the yeah. inaugural iwgp women's champion Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh. It's cool, but it's like, I'm not going
1: to watch it. So
0: <laughs> That'd be interesting. Maybe, or Whatever. maybe there's something like, you know, JWE letting Shinsuke go to pro wrestling Noah, you know, for the one thing. Maybe just because she's doing this doesn't mean, you know, she's not going back to WWE. It could be she is going back and they're letting her do her.
1: Just roaming that, about too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody thought that that meant she was going to stay there but yeah i don't know maybe somebody did it just seemed to me that it's just an appearance and maybe it's a one-off you know kind of like you know when when jericho first went to you uh-huh know, yep. New Japan. and and who knows like and that could be something that other people are saying maybe some people are saying no this is she's gonna end up in aew still because look what jericho did and she's mm-hmm. gonna do that you know, she, she still has all any option that she wants right now. So good yes. for her. And we good. shall see where it goes. Did you and see how the Usos were named the best tag team by PWI, Top tag team. Oh, uh, of the year. Yeah. And people got all mad. Oh, all right. I mean, they deserve, I won't, I'm not going to figure
0: out like they don't deserve it.
1: Like, come on. Exactly. It drives me crazy. that People get so mad. Like, so, you know, like a lot of people are talking about, um, uh, why can't I think of their name? And I'm thank only you. thinking, thank you. I keep, I, for whatever reason, and I haven't even thought of this name in forever, all I could think of was The Revival. And I'm like, that is not their name. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know why it was in my head. <laughs> That's hilarious. People were talking about them, and which, look, they'd be deserving. If they would have yeah. wanted. I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, and, but then like, then the Briscos like got all mad about it and were tweeting out about it, and they were like, "If we were on one of them, like, if we were on TV, we would have done this and the Uso, the Uso, you know, this and that." And I'm just like, the Uso's are amazing." Will you guys be quiet? Like, yeah, the, Uso's there. Stop whining. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, I don't see do the issue thing. with
0: it. Yeah, me, me, I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say like. Not because, like, they're my favorites or anything, but they're really good. Like, and they have been putting on some amazing matches, so go back. to that. They began the year, because I think they did day one this year, right? And they had the match with the New Day again. Yeah. And I was immediately like, this is, like, probably going to be one of the best tag team matches of the
1: year. (laughs) Well, and people keep mentioning they're like they haven't they don't even fight anybody but like the new day and i'm like they have a ton of matches it's just because you either don't watch or you maybe you only you know remember the new day matches and the reason why is because they fought so many times but you know you're forgetting i almost everybody who who's complaining doesn't watch yeah doesn't watch wwe and And that's okay. It's like I don't watch the Briscoes, and I never will because I don't like them. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But, you know, so I – but I can't say that they're not truly, like, deserving because I'm just not fans of them. So I won't watch them. But they – maybe they are absolutely amazing. And so if everybody – like, they were number three, I think. So if they're number three, they got to be pretty – so yeah there you go had they now had they won i probably would have been like they shouldn't have won. but mm-hmm. but i would at least say but i don't really watch them so <laughs> but for people to just be like well the revival have done this and they've fought all these teams around the, the world again? dang it i said it again like, a switch and now you're just going to keep calling the revival again no you know when i when i get something in my head I can't let it go like if I (laughs) it's just that's just who they are from now on for the end of time all right dang it they're they're back to being the revival again they're They're going back to WWE didn't hear
0: oh yeah oh yeah yeah that's what everyone's that's what people are saying
1: yeah they're like Regal take us with you so (laughs) but anyways I just thought it was cool for the Usos and it's just funny uh, like like we talked about People always are are directing the conversation to that. It was a great year
0: for tag team wrestling.
1: Like, why don't we just focus on that? Exactly. I mean, it would be different if they took, you know, a team that wasn't really a team, and yeah, you know, and and okay. So, for example, I'll say this, but somebody might be like, "They were a great team," but what if it was RK Bro?
0: Right, and it's like they've been a team for
1: how long? Exactly. Like then, And yes, it might have been fun or whatever, but they shouldn't be Tag Team of the Year. Not right. PWR, like, you know what I mean? So that would be exactly. A but that would be like... Mm. We all like to complain about things, so that's all right.
0: We do. Everyone has their things they complain about. It is what it is. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view this weekend, so... If you're watching that, enjoy that. And and yeah.
1: That's about it for wrestling. But if for wrestling, I don't really have anything at MCU. Do you want to talk any basketball? You might know something. You've been watching. I haven't. Have I been watching? I I haven't. To be honest, I haven't really been
0: paying too much attention. Not the completely. last week. Yeah. I know, man. Football. Football. Oh, well, I mean, Anthony Davis has been playing pretty good and staying healthy for a little bit. So that's been nice for him. And then he got sick
1: and had to leave the game and then they lost. Yeah. He can't catch a break. I don't care. Uh So I saw, but speaking of someone getting hurt, I saw that Deshante Murray is going to be out for two weeks. And I just thought, you know, I'm not surprised because he always misses games. Like he pretty much always yeah. plays like fifty something games a season. And, we were kind of just talking about it. And look, we are DeJounte Murray fans. But yes. this season, he went a little bit crazy and it's continued <laughs> into the season. And I'm yep. like, Dude, for somebody who gets hurt, doesn't even play full seasons, has never really done anything in the playoffs, you know, kind of cost the Spurs a playoff run one year when he got hurt at the end and couldn't play. And look, people get hurt. It's not like his fault, but I'm just pointing out the fact that he hasn't really done anything. He's become an all-star caliber player, and that's awesome. But to act the way he acts at times and have never have done anything in the playoffs at all, and then yeah. to get hurt and not knowing how this season's going to go there. There's some issues going on there with Nate and, you know, Trey Young didn't play the other day because he's got some injury and, and Nate was like, well, you know, you, you're going to play, you're going to go all in or you're not going to play at all. And so he sat out. So, and look, I think Nate's, Nate needs to put his foot down there. You got, you know, like I said, you got DeJounte acting too crazy. You know, Trey probably goofing off a little bit too much, and you got to get serious at some point. And Nate's like, "All right, enough of this. Let's go." And yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with them? But they gotta they gotta figure it out, and they gotta learn how to mature and play basketball and stay healthy. So we'll see what happens with them.
0: Yeah. It's made, we can look at the standings real quick. You know, early we haven't really looked at the updated standings. You know, <clears throat> as the season has progressed, so we can look at the Eastern Conference first. Celtics atop at number one. You got the Bucks at two,
1: the Cavs at three, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, Remember last year the Cavs were like near the top, and then they. Oh. First half, the Celtics is a surprise. Like I thought, they might be struggling with all the stuff going on, you know, with the coach and everything. And yeah, and it, I mean, it's not a surprise because of their talent. I just thought the coaching situation, and then he was the one that kind of got them there. And you just wondered, you know, if they could but, still hang. But the players, they turned that corner though. So there you go.
0: At the Brooklyn Nets at four. Atlanta Hawks at five. Indiana Pacers at six right now. The Raptors at seven. And the Philadelphia 76ers at eight. Okay. Dang, the
1: sixers at eight? Yeah. That's crazy. I call, didn't know. Right now. Yeah, it, it, oh, that's crazy. I mean, is Embiid still out there talking mess? I probably. Probably, yeah. Hey, look, he's great.
0: That, that's his style, cool.
1: so, you know. Yeah, well, again, you got you to gotta truly back it up when it counts. Yep. Stop complaining about not winning MVPs. Gotta win the chip. It. Go win a chip. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what about the West? At number one in the West, we have the Pelicans right now at 16 and 8. They're the one seed at the moment. Then you got the Phoenix Suns at two. The Memphis Grizzlies at three.
1: Suns just get destroyed by the Celtics. Oh, did Honestly? they? Yeah, I think they got demolished. And I... Oh, so yeah, just, they did. just you saying that they were the two, I'm like, wait, what? Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They did get destroyed by the Celtics. They knew it.
0: Memphis at three, Denver at four right now. The Sacramento Kings at five. What? They got the whole this whole beam thing going on where they went and they light a beam up to the sky and for some reason people are going crazy about that. Okay. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. They like on Google Maps or something like that, they have it labeled as like a place of worship, the beam. Oh my it, gosh. It they're going crazy with it. That's ridiculous. At number six, the Jazz. They're still hanging on. That's even funny. after all the trades and everything. Dallas Mavericks currently at seven.
1: And the Trailblazers at eight. Okay. So the Mavericks and the Trailblazers. Now, what are their records, real quick? Mavs are 13 and 11. Blazers are 13 and 12. Crazy because I figured that. Dallas had a much better record because I'm constantly seeing Luca and everything. And then I remember how good the Blazers were playing earlier. So the fact that they're barely over 500, I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm I'm pretty shocked about those things because they, yeah, like I said, the the Blazers are playing really good early in the season. And I, but that, it was a surprise that they were playing that good. So, but it's just kind of weird that they've fallen so much. You'd think, oh, you know, you keep growing, but, you know, they, they just got off to a good start. But the Mavericks, that one does surprise me because, for as, and I know people will say, Luca's doing it all. Like, he's really, they have some players on that team. So yeah. only being two games over 500 isn't all that impressive. I don't care what all you're doing. <laughs> so. But anyways, but it is shocking. What's, where are the uh, Timberwolves? And I just asked that because, you know, how's that, uh, Gobert? Uh, They're, they're, they're the 11 right
0: now. That's crazy. Are they behind the Lakers? No. Okay. (laughs) Lakers are still at 13 right now.
1: Oh yeah. I was going to say that just be really bad. So yeah. No, there are some surprises there and I'm sure it's, going to change a lot yeah, drastically
0: but, yeah but just an interesting look at you know we're like a quarter of the way through the season now so go and yeah i think that wraps up our coverage for this week in cool. our multiverse thank You're you welcome. for tuning in <laughs> once again ladies and gentlemen and we will see you next week peace out